0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, August 2nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. ALRB finds employer, growers back, PAGA repeal, and Bonnie touts sustainable intensification. Ag Labor Relations Board rules ag employer misclassified workers. In a unanimous decision, the California Ag Relations Board has ruled that a Ventura County farm misclassified farm workers as independent contractors. In 2016, a crew of workers at Senagro Farms complained they did not receive proper pay stubs, which are needed for taxes, medical insurance, and medi eligibility. Senagro, which is organic spelled backwards, instead fired the crew that according to the Ag Labor Relations Board... The board charged this was an unfair labor practice and for the first time in their history levied penalties on the employer for willful misclassification. Voters will decide if California should repeal a controversial law that enables private lawsuits against employers over wage enforcement. That's the Private Attorneys General Pact, or PAGA. The measure would also eliminate the Labor Commissioner's ability to help private individuals with such enforcement actions. The Secretary of State has announced the measure has qualified for the November 24 ballot, that after missing a key deadline for certifying petition signatures ahead of the 22 election. Western Growers CEO and President Dave Puglia threw his support behind the measure. He contended that the, quote, "...necessary reform will protect multi-generational farm businesses while providing a better pathway for workers to address legitimate grievances." Western Growers has joined a business coalition funding the ballot campaign, arguing trial lawyers use PAGA to shake down businesses and settle claims. Over the past five years... Paga has led to five billion dollars in settlements, and that's expected to double in the next five years. The group argued. In the meantime, a case at the California Supreme Court could upend a recent U.S. Supreme Court ruling in June that handicapped Paga. House Ag Republicans ask for hearing with Regan. Eight GOP members of the House Agriculture Committee are calling for a hearing with the head of the Environmental Protection Agency, to discuss the nation's pesticide law. In a letter to committee chair David Scott, a Georgia Democrat, ranking member Glenn G.T. Thompson of Pennsylvania, and seven other panel members, categorize EPA as an agency that has historically over-regulated the agriculture industry. They also note that Michael Regan, who was confirmed as EPA's administrator in March of 2021, has yet to appear before the committee. It is the responsibility of the House Committee on Agriculture to conduct proper oversight of laws, programs, and agencies within our jurisdiction, and we believe a public hearing to review recent actions by the EPA is long overdue, they say. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Bonnie, sustainable intensification, a key to climate fix. Robert Bonnie, who's overseeing USDA's work in ramping up climate-smart agriculture as Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation, making the case that the technology will be critical to ensuring farmers can reduce greenhouse gas emissions while maintaining global food supplies. Speaking at the International Sweetener Symposium in Ville, Colorado, Bonnie said sustainable intensification is part of the answer to climate change. We have to continue to produce more. We have to continue to do it more efficiently. If sustainable intensification sounds familiar, it's because it was used by the Trump administration, albeit without the broader effort the Biden administration has put into addressing climate change. On that note, Bonnie said USDA is trying to work with EPA in addressing concerns that ag groups have with EPA over ongoing pesticide issues. Picking up on a theme expressed by sugar growers, Bonnie said some climate smart practices are dependent on the use of herbicides. He noted EPA Administrator Michael Regan is from North Carolina, that's an agriculture state, and that Rod Snyder is EPA's agriculture liaison. He said we'll use those relationships to the extent that we can. By the way, USDA's rule change for the latest disaster assistance program, the emergency relief program, have cut the Farm Service Agency's processing time to about 40 minutes per application, Bonnie said. For the earlier version of the program, known as WIP Plus, it could take up to five hours per application. Bipartisan, bicameral effort underway to set up BioCar research network A bipartisan bill creating a national biocar research network has been introduced to in the House with a companion bill expected to follow shortly in the Senate as lawmakers jockey to shape the research title of the 2023 farm bill The bill would establish a national network of up to 20 research sites to test the full range of biocar types across soils regions and application methods to assess its potential to enhance carbon sequestration, crop production, resource conservation, and agricultural resilience. That according to a fact sheet from the National Center for Appropriate Technology. The bill would authorize annual appropriations of $50 million. USDA's Agriculture Research Service would coordinate the research, At ARS, state ag experiment stations, and other agencies in USDA and the Departments of Energy, Commerce, and Interior would be eligible for funding. According to ag consultant Ferd Hofner of Farm, Food, and Environmental Policy Consulting, BioCar is the number one leading carbon sequestration practice for agriculture. Hoefner said that the bill's sponsors are seeking to include the language in the 2023 Farm Bill. Bill co-sponsors in the House include Representatives Shelley Pingry, the Maine Democrat, and Marionette Miller-Minks, an Iowa Republican. Here's today's He Said It. They're not animatronics. That Senate Appropriations Chair Anthony Portadino of La Canada Flintridge questioning whether goats are mechanical or organic during a committee debate yesterday over a bill that would set carbon sequestration goals for natural and working lands. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, August 2nd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Gowley.